and we named it after our star attraction. Shady nasties. Dynasties, asshole. Okay. Part two of the, what is it, week 12? Week 12 recap. Already, yep. Yep. This time I'm joined by David, the uh, the expected person for this week's recap. Everyone knew that you and me were going to be talking. People didn't realize that I met with Kevin earlier today and that there was going to be two uploaded. But um, but yeah, welcome, David. Yeah, this is our, uh, our first time talking since you fired me, actually. So very <laughs> great to have me. <laughs> <laughs> back in the mix here uh, oh okay well uh you got me speechless you're the first person to have me speechless here uh and and actually I that's about not a few true. days ago you came over to uh beds to watch the draft with Teddy. oh shit yeah i forgot all about that well um i so, had to throw that in there though i don't think that that you get that every day yeah and uh and you made money at the draft if i remember you bet on like corners going in the top five sauce garner and stingley made you some I'm, money it was specifically Stingley. Yeah, uh, I knew he was going third because um, it was like I knew the. I think the Falcons knew they weren't going to get a corner. I forgot what like told me that, and uh, yeah, because they were both going in the top five. I that uh, Trayvon Walker bet though. I'm a. Uh, I to figure out how to do something like that. Yeah. It was wild. Um, yeah, Billy, uh, you were the one who told us. I mean talking to Billy um, here. Billy told us that uh, someone had 30 to one odds or something like that and put five grand on it, or I can't remember the specifics of it anymore, but that's wild. And he's been good. Trayvon's been, uh, it's going to take a little while, but I don't think it was a dumb first pick. Honestly, there's been a handful of rookies really showing up. Um, but in, in my opinion, looking – or at least what I've read, it's not like I'm watching every game, especially with a kid now. But Sauce Gardner is already looking supposedly like one of the top five corners in the NFL. I mean, uh, Olave has uh, – he, he kind of went from like – he felt like the least exciting receiver to take in the first round, at least to me. Mm-hmm. I And, you know – just generally, the I felt like the community liked. Uh, I mean, they rightfully liked Garrett and Drake more. Um, I like JMO over him. Like personally, I took JMO over him uh, in a different league. I'll see if that worked out. I guess this week probably didn't though. Yeah, I mean, I I'm with you. I honestly had Chris Olave personally in the same tiers like Jahan Dotson. I had the other guys way ahead of him. I was going. I've been trying to say for a long time i did not like the trade where you gave him away um uh, the the trade where i gave away dotson wasn't it uh uh dotson and sanders or our friend sanders <laughs> yeah this was <laughs> a trade that got me ben's first round pick next year though which is the front runner to be the number one pick so and oh, I was a big Kenny? John Mechie guy um, before everything happened. I had him in, as a first-round dynasty player, uh, you know, first-round pick, late first. Um, I was targeting him probably at 13. But uh, obviously, you know, he ha- had cancer and or has cancer, and so that's why he fell. And so Ben getting him at the top of the third. Miles Sanders, why I liked, he was – 
when I traded for him just because the value, because you gave him, you know, to me for pretty cheap. Um, he was my running back five or running, you know, something like that at the start of the season, running back six, something like that. So I didn't really need him. So I was turning him into, from my perspective, in the, the, the draft capital because, and it turned out great for me that Ben, you know, one gave me Miles Sanders back all pretty cheap and who I then gave back to you. And two, I, the, you know, I got his, his first round pick next year. That's looking like it could be one, one, or at least the top three. I, I guess because you don't have like, I half my roster is like gone next year. I, I mean, they're just getting replaced with, with picks or whoever is interesting in the free agency. Um, so yeah, I guess if you're, I space is a lot more of an issue for you. So uh, yeah, I'd kind of wished I had gotten like, mm, I should have asked for like your second, probably on top of, uh, on top of miles and on top of the, the second swap that I got. Uh um but i mean amari is old uh every other game he's either he when he's on the road he's trash i don't don't get it most of the time it's weird his his home and away splits are incredible um but i mean with watson back would that'll probably change yeah and and you say he's old he's 28 like he's still got a good couple of years left in him miles sanders is 25 and running back years that's just as old as 28 as for a receiver yeah and i should have um i don't think he's going to be second string like i like i, I was told i think he will re-sign with the eagles i won't put it past the eagles to draft someone though um yeah i mean honestly I'm, uh that with the eagles who else they draft i mean the eagles are set at every position they got the best offensive line in the NFL. They got an elite quarterback. They got, I mean, A.J. Brown's a top three receiver, arguably. And Devontae Smith's a hell of a number two. They're set at every level of defense. They never draft linebackers. And that's probably their weakest part of their defense. You could just always slot D-line to them in the draft because they just love, you know, having that depth there. Um, but why not? If the Eagles, you know – trade back because they have that saints pick or something, or even in the late top 10, whatever, take Bijan <laughs> and, and boom. I mean, you had Bijan to that Eagles team. I mean, it could happen a lot. could, they got two first round picks. You never know. I, I really could see Gibbs. I could see um, like Sanders being early downs and uh, they, they bring Gibbs in on third downs and then he, yeah, he'd probably eventually take over. So I, I have to hope that, if he stays there, whoever else they bring in is, isn't that high profile. Um, we'll see. I, I mean, I'm hoping to trade anyone I can for picks. I am just trying to get as much draft capital as I can. That is all I well, can the, do, I think, the, right now. You are one of half the league doing that. Our league, yeah. the, the middle class is, has disappeared. You have the top tier teams of, well, the big three, me, Billy, and Tyler, and then Keenan, Jonathan, and Sam are the next three that are instead of the A, they're the B. And then everyone else is rebuilding um, in some form or fashion. Like Kevin's a little farther along in a rebuild than, let's say, you or Kenny or Ben, but still in the rebuild. And he, I, I actually talked to him earlier today. We're 
you know, going to put out two episodes today. And he talks about <coughs> how uh, he traded away Cooper Cup and Travis Kelsey because he thought maybe with those guys he might sneak in the playoffs, but he had no shot to win it all this year. And, and if you're in that have no shot to win it, then the guys – and you don't have a shot for a year or two, then the guys who only whose window is only a year or two you needed to get rid of them and get younger. Yeah, and I felt like Amari was one of those guys, and Sanders probably is too. Um, but he's but, but they he's were they're enough. probably comparable though, right? And you got the the draft swap in there. Yeah, that's what. And yeah, you got the extra draft capital for when I traded you Amari because I thought Godwin was a, a big upgrade there, but it hasn't. Been oh the yeah, case, you know this year. I I made you make up for Will Fuller because uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be don't have my own third because of that. He he's retired. Didn't even get reported, but if you search him on the NFL website, he is a retired. That's hilarious. I didn't know that. And that was like your first day in the league, and everyone's like, what the hell are you doing trading with James? Um, well, I mean, I I guess I need to be more – there's there's a lot of people in the league I don't think I've had contact with at like half the league. No, I wouldn't say half, but it's probably like five people. Um I mean, I know you're so proactive about like reaching out if you want to get a deal done. And the thing like trading with you is whenever usually I almost always like give a price that people balk at. Like and but you're you know, you'll come back and say, Okay, that doesn't work for me, but here where I feel like some owners like it just kind of you know, they'll balk at the price and then that's it. Like they don't uh they, they're not as cre- – you're a little more creative, like, with, okay, I can't give you this. I'll give you this and this, though, just, you know. Mm-hmm. And Yep, Sam was saying the same thing. And to me, that's half the fun is that sort of, you know, you have a piece I want. Let's find something that's a win-win. I'm trying to offer deals that help, you know, both teams. But, uh, but yeah, if, if – um, you, you said you don't know half the league or have contact with. So, I guess stepping back because – I do love that you just jumped right into football and we just started talking at it, but um, who don't you know? Um, and who do you know and who have you met? Who haven't I yeah, DM'd with? Uh, well, uh, well, obviously I worked at Vatic. I worked for you. Um, so everyone I believe that has been at Vatic. Um, well, you probably didn't overlap with Tyler, who's former Vatic. Yeah, no, I didn't. Um, obviously, Teddy, I've known since I was nine. Um, I've, you know, Kenny. I've, you yep, know Kenny. Me, you know Keenan. Yep, and I've and we've uh, talked and trades. Jonathan uh, Griff, Griffey. Yeah, I haven't. Um, I don't think I've been. I think he, we had one trade talk, and it didn't go anywhere. Um. Billy, yeah, we've okay. Maybe I was exaggerating. Um, or let me make sure it's going to group me. Well, not even necessarily just trade talks. Who do you know in person? Who have you met? Um, well, in terms of in person, it's been it, it's been you, Teddy, Keenan, Kenny, Jonathan, and I think that's it. And Ben at his house. Oh yeah. Okay, so I've actually I have um. I think I have interacted with everyone but Kevin. Okay. 
Um, yeah, or, and that's what I had Kevin yeah. on today. Had, had to do the double header just to, <laughs> so I could make room for Kevin. Now we talked. We're gonna get right back in, jump back into football. But you said you've known Teddy since nine, so I have to go off on a tangent here. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if you listened when my brothers and I talked on did did on Black Friday and whatnot. And they uh, were parts of it. They were telling stories about Billy. Billy's Andrew's best friend. You got any stories about Teddy that you want to share? That uh, I know you got some, but but pick one that you want to share for us. Oh, what's a good? What's good? I mean, everyone in the league, in the group me, keeps talking about how Teddy's such a nice guy, an honorable guy, and good guy. I'm sure you got some story out there about him. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, how... <laughs> <laughs> um, he really is nice. I don't think I can... I Like, I don't think I can recall a lot of times where he is, like, like not been nice aside oh yeah that that i mean that is true we're working with him teddy is awesome and such a nice guy unless we get his uh optimizations are late then he, then he'll come down on my team uh he never you know? he never did that to me though <laughs> well you were never late with them i yeah they weren't um they weren't uh the best but i i, I wasn't late that is true i did have to go back and fix a lot of them uh, but but no stories nothing you want to I, I remember I, when you first joined the league i think you said something about teddy would drive i i really wanted yeah i like that one that one came to mind um we were in orlando we went to see the um the atlanta united orlando city match with that we lost four to three um i know yosef had an awesome goal in that game but you know um we just, it was kind of a quickly decided trip, like, for the moment, like, we, we went down there, uh, we hung out at the beach, like, a day, and then we came back up. Uh, there's, there's toll roads in Orlando, um, and it's, it's, like, four dollars, and, uh, we ended up driving through Jacksonville, because he didn't want to pay that, or go through the toll. <laughs> and, it, it, same thing when I try and work out a trade with him, I, I, like, I've, I talk trades with him a lot, but we, at least in this league, we can't come to a deal because uh, we're both stingy about Which like I want. Which is weird because uh, Teddy, I mean, I've ragged on him a handful of times this year for some of the trades where he, he didn't get enough. I, he, and, um, you know, he may or may not sometimes uh, consult with me. So I won't say, but he, he, he doesn't like, I, I you know. I firmly say, like, don't do, um, you know, don't, don't do what I'm saying, or I try not to be too, uh, too helpful. Hey, I've had multiple people. I'm not going to name names, but a good chunk of this league has messaged me at various times asking my opinion on trade. So I get it. Like, that's, we're all friends too. We consult. So that's interesting. I haven't done that. I mean, I, uh, him and I would just talk so much. We share a lot of the same player views. So there's not going to be, and we're both rebuilding. Mm -hmm. So it's not like now he's getting a little more aggressive where he's trying to pick up some more decent young players uh, just because he's got still like his a, lot of, a lot of pick. Yeah. And um, I didn't necessarily like that one at the time, I think, but he he did kind of get him at his lowest point when it looked like um, 
there was legitimate buzz that like Jalen Warren was going to take over the backfield, and oh, lo and behold, this week, um, please, please, somebody come get him for me. Like, if, if you need him, <laughs> if Najee's out for more than a few weeks, because I do not, I do not need the points. Like, Foreman too. I have not needed the points from when they've gone off. Well, and, uh, I mean, honestly, at this point, <clears throat> it's it doesn't matter as much for this last week. Ideal lineup points, you're kind of locked in. Um, to the fourth pick since you got so many last week you're a good 100 points you know away from ben and you're he's not gonna outscore you 100 ideal lineup points and And the team behind you kevin is 70 points or something so you're pretty much locked into the fourth pick yeah i was excited for when i would get to um to to talk about this because um if i if i can touch on my uh ideal lineup view and that is as as somebody that is you know i am still my cupboard's still pretty barren um it like i at the beginning of the year you can see that my team was pretty scrappy because i am i'm very active in free agency like a lot of redraft leagues you'd see me in like i'm or or even the other dynasties that i'm in like i'm usually at the top in total transactions like i will grind waivers to look for, you know, any points I can think of or any, like, sliver of future value. And I feel like I was able to get, um, like, I had, you know, Benjamin go off for a ton of points that one week. Like, I feel, I'm, I feel like I'm good at my ability to pick up, like, games like that and... You know, as somebody that whose overall roster doesn't have a lot of assets on it, I realized, oh, I'm not really like, you know, incentivized to play waivers like that. Like, you know, somebody like Zonovan Knight, Zonovan Bam Knight mm-hmm. comes up this week and he's, you know, awesome. And I'm at the top of the waivers and he looks like he's going to be a league winner. But I'm like, OK, I can claim him. Uh, but I don't feel like at this point somebody will give me a pick for him which would ideally you know ideally i'd get him and somebody gives me like a third for him or something like that maybe mm-hmm. mm, maybe taking advantage of the weeks that i might be closer to the top and there's a that's probably what happened right with the um the ellinger trade which uh should i guess whoever got cam Akers, uh i get quote unquote won that if there's a winner uh-huh because I, I remember when that went down, and then um, I don't even remember who 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 the parties were, but um, people were saying, you know, oh, you can, you know, they worked out a trade. Uh, the team that got Ellinger was at the top of the wire, at the top of the priority. Um, have we? Has this league ever used Fab, or are we? No, Firmly. and we, we we did vote on it once before. Let me look back at the history of the voting. Um, I don't think it was this time. Uh, I don't see when, but we voted on it once before, and it, it didn't pass. People didn't like that, but um. But I'm open, I'm open to it. I mean, but the, the way I see it with that is not doing fab the way we have is just inverse standings. 
is it gives the worst teams a little bit of advantage because they're higher in the waiver order. With yeah, Fab, but we, it's it's an even playing field. Yeah, but I feel like this late in the season, you know, um, that that is a concern I have. Like I'm just not uh, at this point. I'm kind of trying to fish for guys that have you know roles next year. Like I have Denzel Mims sitting on my bench because like I'm I kind of you know he's. Uh, well, does that mean you're against ILP just in general then? Uh, I'm not against it. I just wish there were, there was a better solution to where, cause, cause in theory, I like the idea that, you know, teams that have that the teams that are the least capable of putting up points, you know, should be picking at the top. Uh-huh. And I don't want tanking because, and yes, I, I tanked for a game last year because, um, uh, who's was it Tyler that was doing it and I'll just say and you know and and you rightfully talked to me about that and Teddy actually did like took me aside too uh the point I had made was like oh well someone else was doing it so it would not you know unfortunately it behooves me I I'm disadvantaged at that point by being a bad team that's not also doing it because the, oh the 100% that's team. why we had to get rid of it yeah that's why it, I had to do ILP because it just it it's never been a problem in the past until Tyler did it, but it became a big problem. It's, it's and it has up. to cascade because I have to look at like oh he's uh, and you know I ended up with the number one pick anyway because of the lottery. Uh-huh. Um and and Brees is my best asset by far. I hope he. I mean he was he was so good he was until top uh, ten running backs. Yeah, and he was dragging my team to. <laughs> I, I was able to put up 150 point weeks because I'm getting a blow up from him. Like I get random blow ups from Gabe Davis and uh, you know, whatever backup running backs I was throwing in that week. And well then let me ask you this. Um, do you, you said you're in dynasties league first, how many dynasty leagues are you in? Um, I'm in the one that I've been in with Teddy that we, co-managed a team at one point but now each have our own and i've been in that one since 2014 um i'm in i'm in a 10-man league that i also took over a really shit team that didn't have first round picks and i'm um a fringe contender there um that's two uh i'm in a league that's kind of based on the English um, Premier League system where there's four divisions, like Premier League, Championship, uh, League One, uh-huh. League Two. I started in League One. I've won League One the first year, uh, got into the Championship, and I just secured um, promotion to the Premier League. How many teams in each? Um, that's, that's cool, but you need a lot of people. Premier League is 20 teams. Uh, the other divisions are 24. So a, a late first is a late first. Oh, yeah. so is it just uh, uh, like people? I imagine at that point, it's people you don't know. Like Kenny Pickett's brother in law is <clears throat> in there. Oh, I've traded with him, actually. <laughs> um, so you're in a lot of leagues. Uh, I think it's five. Yeah. I think and it's a lot of them are dynasty. Um, yeah, I'm in like two redrafts. I mean, it's less than ten, but you know, I it, it's as many as it, it's well, as many as I can handle. I think because I'm because I'm so active on waivers and um, 
which I, I, uh, which about that I did look it up. You had the second most waiver transactions um, and activity this year behind me. <laughs> yeah, and I I haven't been active the past few weeks because I'm not like trying to have. Yeah, I, I get it, but but the reason I asked that is, um, do any of those other leagues have this tanking problem, and do they have any other solutions besides ideal lineup? Um, the the very old league that I'm in has a power ranking that is derived from multiple kind of metrics, where it takes in your win loss. Um, your points for your potential points and it, it puts them in some kind of formula which i need to find um calculates your efficiency which is really cool but i don't think it, it's on mfl too so that's why there's a there's um i think mfl is really good about putting down like having data you can access um which we voted once upon a time to if we wanted to move to mfl or something like that sleeper or whatever and uh it did not pass hi that's a lot of work for you yeah i know (laughs) but i mean calculating this ilp stuff's decent amount of work doing these podcasts you know and putting all the stats in the google sheet i maybe i'm just a fancy nerd because i like doing all this stuff Uh, it's It's got records (laughs) (laughs) it's got all play records um no, I mean it, it's still this is still similar because it. I know it's just weighing your record and potential points uh, to a certain extent and the points you've scored. So, and, and then I know, um, you know, I know the last podcast. I know uh, you've gotten twenty different ideas. So, um. You know, I won't say I'm smarter and that I can I can think of something. It's just like me as a as a. No, those twenty ideas all came from Sam. So yes, you can say you're smarter. It's, it's <laughs> Sam here. So, um, and and he was probably drinking during uh, all of them that came up. It was just random. You know, he didn't even remember that he was the one who. Which what what are you drinking? I just saw you take it's a, a white swig claw. of some white claw. How many yeah. how many do you have down? You you passed Andrew's record. I think he had nine yesterday. It's just the oh, one last week. I oh. I just like because I was I was literally working until uh until nine, um I I just needed something because uh I had to um I had to go to my office and I've been at the same company since uh like the job I've gotten after Vatic and um it's funny we started out in an office in Alpharetta and then the company went to um. It went to a work from anywhere policy, so they decided we no longer need an office because, like, we don't need people, you know, as many people in the office. Uh-huh. And they've they've moved like I think it's the sixth time they've moved, and I ended up showing up to the wrong office, and somebody told me, "Oh, they moved yesterday," <laughs> and they hadn't sent out like a, a memo, so I ended up like having to just drive uh, further up 400 till I showed up at the right office. And then, so my laptop had gone out spent well, a lot of the day trying to fix it. I still don't even think it's working. So I might have to go back, but well, that's, that's future problems. There. That's tomorrow problems. Right now it's fantasy football, white cloth yep. for the rest of the night. Yep. And I, I started work at 3 PM. So, um, three to nine shift. So- in all you're in all those leagues i'm sure they all have unique rules or anything is there anything you think our league can benefit from from those other ones that maybe we could steal 
I heard an awesome one on a video today that was cool. Uh, the number one seeded team chooses their playoff opponent. Interesting. I don't think that would fly here, but uh, I, I really liked that. Um, well, it, it would be it chooses between the wild cards, I guess. They would have their choice of two. Um, so in this case, Tyler would either get a pick me or the winner of Keenan Jonathan. But that, that could be a rich get gets richer type thing. Uh, well, maybe not. I mean, well, you do want to reward doing well in the regular season. That's why we actually have a three point bonus for the higher seed. And that includes in the championship and every, but they're two week matchups. So three points across two weeks isn't a huge swing, but it almost made the difference last year, last year in the finals, Billy was the one seed. I was the two. So he got the three point bonus and I beat him by like one point, something like that. So it was, it came down that close. Um, did so, you start Fournette in that final? You're welcome. I, I, yeah, for yeah, back to our trades. Fournette, that one, uh, it uh, it got me a championship. He pushed me over the line, but now he's starting to take a step back, and his value's going down. But I mean, if you if in my mind, if you have a shot for a championship any individual year, like a legitimate chance, you got to go for it. Yeah, everyone didn't like that, but I I felt like it's um. I, we spent, people have to know, we spent so fucking long negotiating that one. What, what was it, like two weeks that we finally got it done on Thanksgiving, which, which like we had the whole day to like, to, to talk about it. Cause, cause we just were, you know, I wanted, I wanted more, you wanted less. And we finally got to a point where I was like, okay with it. Um, and it was, it was conditional. That was the thing that everyone started joking about was if, our picks were this far apart, then it was a second and a third swap. Otherwise, it was just the second or something like that. I, I don't remember the. Well, you weren't. Yeah, you weren't. I don't think you were guaranteeing me the. You didn't want to give me. What was it? We swapped seconds, right? Well, I gave. Well, looking back, and it, here, here was the trade. Um, I got Fournette. I got your second, which actually you won the lottery. So I ended up with the top yeah, pick of the second. That, was, that, that turned into Dotson. And I got your third this year, which I've since traded on and it's been traded multiple times. You got my first, which I won the league. So it really only moved you up one spot from yep. pick 13 to 12. And then you got Ben's second, which was uh, the sixth pick in the second round, which what did you end up doing with that one? I the 12th pick I traded to Kenny to move down to 16. He took Malik Willis. But and then the second though you got in there, um, you uh, took Desmond Ritter. Yeah, and I'm I was offered a player for both my seconds, and uh, it, it is my biggest regret by far not taking that player. I I am mad. Are you gonna um, let us? I mean, come on! You can't just tease us like that. Who's the player? I just feel I I don't know if I want to say because it it was the trade like it 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 is such a it is the most like I should have taken that trade of like my dynasty career and my time for my rationale for not accepting it was like okay this guy's a little older what if he underperforms um that you know I just hope that that. Uh, I mean, I could say who it was. I just hope they they make their yeah. Say who it was the last the last thing in the dynasty um, 
group me. Sam said, what is the trade that you that you made that you regret the most? What trade did you almost make that you regret oh. not making? That yeah, it, I would have been the questions literally being thrown at you. So let, let's hear the answer to both those. Sam offered me Tyree Kill for both my seconds. And I turned right. it down. So that that hurts. And that that that's worse than any trade I've made. So compared to that one, I'm like I'm not. Yeah, that uh, uh okay. <laughs> that that's why like, Sam asked the question. He wanted you to he knew what you were gonna I, say. Because he was desperate to get back in the draft, and it would have been fine if I'd taken Christian Watson and not Sky Moore. I think. Um, but you're playing the long game. I think Sky Moore is going to be fine. He, he's a talented player. I really wish he was showing more right now. You know, well, obviously. If you're not sold, you, you know I'm always here to negotiate. I'll take Sky Moore. I'll sit on him. We can make a, a, tri- a trade live on air. Uh, maybe. I was going to – I was honestly about to look at waivers live on air because I need – maybe I can um, – yes. um, For Sky – no, we, we won't get into a trade um, <laughs> right now. But yeah, because that, that could be that could be a lot with the way we've negotiated before. Well, we you've been a... very active. I mean, you joined the league only for the last couple of weeks of last season. I count one, two, three, four, five, six trades you've made. Um, and to recap them, you traded Will Fuller um, for uh, you got Will Fuller for your third, yeah, 2022 third. Then the Fournette trade we just discussed were both last year. Then on draft day, you traded the 12th pick to move back to 204 and pick up a, th- a second this year with Kenny. Now, that's going to be the top pick of the second. So even still, that trade's a win. Um, and then you traded Miles Sanders to me on draft day for the eighth pick of the second round where you took Alec Pierce. And Alec yep. Pierce looks like he's going to be a good player. Then I traded you Chris Godwin for Amari Cooper, uh, 2024, second and third. That's probably my favorite trade I've made. That, that one it, it was probably my least favorite trade I've made this year, but it all worked out because I got Cooper back. Yeah. But then that was the last one um, about a month ago. I got Amari Cooper, you got Miles Sanders, and you have in the right to swap seconds now. I had Kevin's, you had mine. So I don't um, know if you would have given me your second if I should have asked. That's probably the most I could have asked for in addition. Um, it, it's hard to say at this point after the fact because um, I don't remember what how what my mind was a month ago where I was my head was at. Sanders has played well though, so I'm you know I'm glad to either hopefully he's still relevant in two years because I probably need another draft and I I need Brees to get better and. I don't know but things. If in, he's in, relevant now, he's a trade piece. With the the trade deadline isn't till the playoffs start. You realistically could. I mean, you trade someone today, they could be starting on another team on Sunday. You could look at Jonathan or Keenan, who are both literally win or go home, and say, "I'll give you Miles Sanders." If either of them has a a hole at running back to set them over the top to get them into the playoffs. Um. Well, that just seems like an obvious move right there. I even texted Keenan today asking him about something if he wanted a person, um, which he said no to me, by the way. But, uh, uh, but yeah, that goes to anyone in the league. If you have anyone who's out of it, if you have someone you want to get rid of, call up Jonathan or Keenan. They are, I mean, we'll get into this game later, but it's win or go home for one of them. Now, uh, Talking trades. We've talked your trades 
And so might as well just keep talking trades. Are there any of the other trades that you really just thought, what the hell is someone doing? I know um, people throw out veto a lot, but oh, any that's of the me ones, every time. Any, yeah, that's me every is. single time. It, it, um, are there any ones where you genuinely feel that are that bad that have happened um, since you joined the league? Was it? Oh, I'm trying to remember what the pits trade was because I remember I did vote to veto that one. That uh, one was, was pretty of- bad, and it looks even worse in hindsight. That one was Kyle Pitts, um, a 2022 first, pick 11, and a 2023 first for Aaron Rodgers, Keenan Allen, and Brian Edwards. Oh, yeah, because I wasn't I, – I was not bullish on um, Keenan or, or Rodgers myself like coming into the season. Well, then you, you appeared to be right there because they've let me down this year. But, and yeah, I'm, that I'm, one was bad. But any of the ones that actually processed that you can think of off the top of your head? I'm actually bearish on Pitts too, which is uh, which is probably crazy to say as a, you know, as a Falcons fan, but I'm not like as bullish on his dynasty value as. Uh, I think I Pitts think, will uh, be fine. I, I I disagree with you. I think Pitts is going to be good. I I hope so. I mean, and and I don't want to fire Arthur Smith either, because I do think he is a pretty. Um, I do think he's the right coach for our team. So I do. But, oh, yeah. I, I'm a fan of his. I just think we need to – I mean, a couple of pieces. We'll have money to spend this offseason, a lot of it. Um, should have a good draft pick or decent. And I think we just – we need to upgrade Mariota. He's not He's not the answer. I don't know who you're getting this year if it's – because Jimmy G, I don't think – you'd have to have a really good team around him. And even then, um, I don't even – it's not a great quarterback or receiver. Um, obviously, you want a running back this year. You got it in free agency. That it, it's hard to. I was going to make this point about Sanders because you know there. Yeah, there's a realistic chance he's a handcuff next year because uh, there's so fucking many running backs about to hit free agency, and, and it's um, the best running back class in a long time, I think. So. That'll be interesting, but quarterbacks hitting free agency. It can't be. It can't be pretty unless it's Lamar. Which, which Lamar's I, not going anywhere. Yeah, and oh Brady. No, I do. I wouldn't even want him here. I think Daniel so. Jones is a free agent, if I'm not mistaken. That okay? I could. You could talk me into that. Uh, I don't but, hate Daniel Jones. Yeah, I mean, depending where we end up in the draft, there could also be a rookie option. Whether it is someone like Will Levis, if we're sitting at like pick 10, or if it's moving up for some, Bryce Young is probably going to be the number one pick to Houston, but I don't know. I mean, I'd like to see Levis play better. I think he'd need a lot of time. Um, but, you know, sure. I'm thinking more and more they're not trying to develop Ritter. So I'm not, I'm, I'm hoping we see him, obviously, because I have him, but. Uh, uh-huh. I've hoped that for a while. Ritter was supposed to be ready now. He wasn't one of the guys who was going to require a ton of development. And if, I mean, they see him in practice every day. If they're not putting him in, it's for a reason. So I'm yeah, a little pessimist, pessimistic about, about Ritter. Well, we don't want to throw the ball, and it's easier to not throw the ball with Mariota. Uh, when um, I asked you before this, I asked you, because we're talking draft now, 
what topics you wanted to talk about, anything that, and one of the things you said was draft prospects. Are who, who are your guys? I know it's way too early, but who are the guys you like for the 2023 rookie draft? Uh, let me, where is. And, and because so much is going to change between now and then, I feel like we can talk pretty freely and not worry about people, you know, stealing this information that come draft time. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I, I am taking classes actually through UCLA, so I've become a fan of them uh, because I don't feel like I have a – I'm more – I'm obviously more um, – I'm more dog than jacket. Uh, but I've, like, I've known people who have played on the Georgia Tech team, so I, you know, I, I like both teams. Um, but UCLA, I can really be a fan because I'm – I guess – and so i think zach charbonnet is going to be really good yeah um well i think uh we gotta get ben back on here we were just talking about him you know because he was a michigan transfer out to ucla um and uh and dtr i love dtr he's not gonna go he's not gonna go high in the draft but um it's a team like the Ravens or the Cardinals. I think he wouldn't be a bad. Uh, well, I honestly, if we took a shot on him late, I really think he he'd be a cheaper Mariota at least. Mm-hmm. But um, um, okay. so I'm sitting at pick four. I'm oh, I'm hoping pick four. Quentin. I would imagine the top three in no particular order will be Bijan, Jameer Gibbs, and Bryce Young. Okay, because I honestly. Or Bijan will probably be one, and then Bryce Young in the Gibbs, or Gibbs then Young. I imagine will be the next two. Going so you're into looking this... at Stroud, Addison, Quentin Johnston, um, Smith and Jigba. Like, I have Quentin that high just because he's he could cute. be the closest thing to to Megatron. You know, obvi- obviously he's not, and you, and you know that. But he's man, he's he's nice. He's if you're looking at like. Um, the online draft experts, I feel like he is generally people's number one ranked receiver. Um, Addison gets some love from time to time, but I think Quentin Johnston is overall the somewhat consensus top receiver. And they're very, they're very different style guys. I mean, like you said, he's the Mag- Megatron, the huge athletic, you know. Which I, I wasn't too high on Traylon Burks. Um, just because like, you know, we, you know, and he's, he's shown it on the field. I, I was too low on him, but I, you know, pe- people, even with the disappointing combine, like he didn't lose much value. So I think Quentin Johnson, if he, if he Johnston, if he comes out and he blows up the combine. I think he'll, he'll uh, be the, I mean, I, I think of him as player three after Gibbs and, uh, and After Gibbs and Bijan, yeah, I was like Bijan's but, but, good. Bijan's so cemented at number one that I forget about him. In, in super flex, though, you have that extra value for quarterback, and and Bryce Young's yeah. probably the probable number one pick. So that's why I put him in that top tier. I mean, look at my team; I've got two very old quarterbacks. If even if I end up with the number two pick, I would I would definitely consider him because I'm so deep at running back. Um, uh, but need a young quarterback. Yeah, and it's I, funny I, you said Traylon Burks. I actually Keenan took him fourth, and I looked back at my board to see where I was, and I had him seventh. Um, 
I, I had Jamison Williams fourth after Brees Hall, Drake London, and Kenneth Walker, who were the I top three picks. So I, I had, yeah, I would have had Jamison Williams is what I, who I would have taken with Keenan's pick, who fell all the way to sixth pick um, to Kevin. Great, uh, great pick. Um, yeah. Um, so I should, so I should probably consider Bryce Young and CJ should because because I've got Russ and I'm probably not getting my first for him right now. Cause that's what I've been asking for all season with people come like uh, <laughs> inquiring. And I'm just like, I have to be able to replace him. He's still, he's not getting benched. So he, I was offering more than a first for him. Not too long before you took over the team with well, Bowie, um, not getting responses. So, you know, shots fired at Bowie. He wasn't, there's a reason he's not in the league anymore, I guess. And that's it. He didn't do um, me he, much favors. I, <laughs> I'm. He's had a Watkins is like an original player of his, right? I've been told. That's why I like held on to him and named the team after him, even though I want to fucking drop him. <laughs> I, I'd have to think of a new team name at this point. So. Which Sammy Watkins? I remember during the original draft, I was upset that I couldn't draft him because he was. I mean, he was a stud coming out of college, and this was Sammy Watkins, like rookie Sammy Watkins back. Oh then. yeah. Um, so the ceiling was high. That the top rookie I took, I, I reached a little bit to get Carlos Hyde, who was the rookie I took in our, our startup draft. Um, to be fair, he was uh he he, he kind of returned on what you'd expect for um he started like at least two seasons, right? So he Yeah, Carlos Hyde was fine. He was my flex for a couple of years. He gets um, you the returns you want. Um a, a guy deeper, a guy further down the board I like is Israel Abanaconda from uh, Pittsburgh. He looks mm-hmm. – he, he had that crazy 300-yard game. I remember um, seeing that. I, I, like, woke up to that when I was in Ukraine. And uh, that, that that's – um yeah, for a few weeks of the season I was there. And uh, uh, that's why you would have seen some um, really strangely timed uh, – pickups hmm. and I, I think waivers went at like six in them i was able to actually watch waivers go through and then um that's funny i've never in my entire time fantasy been up when waivers are being processed and actually watched it now andrew actually asked i don't know if you heard the podcast with my brothers um i guess based off your name or whatever he he was like because our uh family's come from poland yeah he's like is he a polak is he like us i was like I no i think be. he's i think he's ukrainian and so andrew's question was is andre uh yarmolenko the greatest ukrainian soccer player of all time uh, i feel like it's got to be shevchenko right but- oh yeah <laughs> like don't don't let his you know he don't let his chelsea time like fool you he he was he's the best by a long way uh we've got this guy uh mudrik um, who's going to go to a Premier League team? He's on Shakhtar right now. That guy's a, that guy's a stud. So he, I legitimately think he could, because uh, he's going to be like a fifty million dollar plus player that a Premier League team is going to. And uh, I'm like Keenan. I'm a Chelsea fan because of Shevchenko, and so I hope huh. I hope we get him. Um, I just hope United don't get him. All right. Um, uh... But I think, but, yeah, I don't know well, why uh, Jan Malenko only scored three goals at Dortmund, though. Yeah, yeah, he has. Oh, Andrew's team is Dortmund, so that's why you know he had to throw that name out there. Um, that's where that came from. But that actually segues into Keenan's question: Was is it called soccer or football? Uh, football for me. 
Um, but you know, I t- when I'm here, I, I support the USMNT, so I also am saying it's soccer right now because um, I think we got a good chance to go a long way. By the way, in the World Cup, I think we. You know, we're not one of the Frances of the world, obviously, but I think we can. I think we can beat the Netherlands on Saturday, and uh, um, probably won't. We we probably have. We probably won't obviously go much further. I think when we have the World Cup here, I think we have a very strong chance of uh, making some noise with the with that team we have. But um. Yeah, I uh, I can't wait till it's here. I I plan on what paying whatever to go to at least one game. Got um, it. I'm sneaking in. <laughs> You've seen those videos where guys uh, sneak into the Super Bowl. I don't know, yeah. and and it seems to work. Like these people, and I've seen videos where people they're like, yeah, if you just wear a like a colored vest and have a walkie-talkie, you can walk oh. into anywhere. See people do that and they walk I into think... like concerts and sporting events and like Disney World and stuff, just like. If you have a walkie-talkie and a vest, then people will just let, especially if you walk in the exit-only way. Um, I used to deliver for Jimmy John's. Um, if, if you're wearing like a a you know the Jimmy John shirt and ha- or whatever, you're like food delivery. Uh-huh. You're you're not really out of place anywhere. Like, I I remember I'd just walk into like the back of a hospital or something, and nobody would like, I'm, I'm you know to deliver food, and like nobody ever makes you sign in or, or say anything i'm sure it'll be a little tighter for the world cup uh-huh um but yeah it'll be we uh we were selected as a host city right so that'll be yeah, yeah. we were i think that'll atlanta's even getting a quarterfinal game or something some of not just Ooh. group play i hope i own i hope i um hope i'm a homeowner by them so i can, i'll I'm Airbnb in my thing for a month and I'll go stay somewhere else so I can. <laughs> yeah, we actually bought our house. And I, I'm two miles, just my neighborhood dead ends into the Mercedes Benz, just down in okay. I'm two miles away. And we bought oh, our yeah. house weeks before the Super Bowl, like moved in like a couple weeks before the Super Bowl. So we were scrambling. The first room we got ready was an Airbnb room, a tiny little spare bedroom. Yeah. You, if you can do that and like charge for parking, I mean, I am a homeowner. It's just in Ukraine. So that's not a, they are bidding for the 2030 World Cup. It's a little ambitious, but hey, I'm for Interesting. it. I didn't know that. They did um, a joint and, bid. And I didn't know Spain. you owned a place in Ukraine. Um, yeah, it was that that's what I was doing over there. Um, you know, my grandma unfortunately passed, and so we got sorry um, to hear that. Yeah, and we got her uh so we've got her her flat in the middle of the city. So I was in the middle of uh, Kiev. It was very difficult to get there and back with everything going on um everything was fine there i was actually there on um october 10th when that was my last day there and that's when stuff started happening there again so that was um that was a very intense day i'll say but uh i was i was playing i was trying to watch football like i was uh i was so happy i was like oh the falcons are on prime time every week i was loving it (laughs) Um, it's very difficult to watch football overall there. So, so. yeah, I I'll bet you it's uh just crazy in general, kind of almost a weird experience just being there in the city with everything's going on, or just over in the country. I don't know if it felt normal or. Um, actually, it did. People there were really determined to to keep 
to keep on keeping on. And uh, it was my first time like outside of the United States since I'd been there last time as a teenager. Uh-huh. So it, it was, and it was a suddenly planned trip too. So it was, yeah, it was interesting for sure. Um, yeah, I won't, yeah, I won't forget some of the stuff that, I, I can't imagine. Uh, uh, well, any, any stories from that you want you want to tell, or do you want to uh, keep going on to these questions, or you want oh, to get into uh, pick them since uh, we're coming up on an hour and trying to keep them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah, and I'm I can't go too much longer. Yeah, but you you got to drive uh, back to the office or something, wherever it is. I will have to probably <laughs> yeah, because my laptop's like about to explode. It is like a thousand degrees. Um, um all right well then we'll just there that, do what probably, i met a vampire there i met a guy that had the teeth like uh like stuff. real teeth and he was the only other american that i met there yeah he had the real teeth um oh. he, he kept telling me he was a hacker and that i, I should steal money for a living uh, so. okay <laughs> <laughs> all right well um Okay, I don't. I don't even know how to respond to that one. So I'm just going to go on to the next question. When does the Christmas tree go up in your house? Um, Teddy wants to know. Uh, well, Teddy should know that half my family's Jewish. That's probably so why I asked that. Then we occasionally. Um, I don't think we put it up anymore. Like we'd. Uh, we have a tiny one we keep in the shed. Uh, I don't. I think it goes up like almost the day of. Like it goes up completely last minute. It'll stay up for months, but it'll go up last minute. <laughs> um, and then, per, and then, uh, where I live, I am moving very soon. But I currently have a roommate, and you know he's Jewish too, so we have no tree. I'll be moving in with my girlfriend soon, so well, we'll probably cool. have a tree. So, um, no one, no one asked this, and I'm. We've debated it so many times. I just got to know where you stand on the on the hamburger sandwich thing. Um, I I don't know better than to look up like being a math major and stuff. I'm very like axiom oriented. I look up the definition and I go by it. It it says a sandwich is meat between is meat in between what I know. I just googled it and I went with that being my stance. It was like sandwich. Webster definition of a sandwich. And, and so I, I very, I don't, two pieces of bread and butter with a thin slice of meat, cheese, or the like between them. Okay, it says thin slice, but I, I would distinguish burger as different. Huh. Okay. I, I would say it depends then if it does, if it is a, if we are saying it has to be a, a thin slice of meat by definition, uh, then it's, it's a not. peanut butter sandwich isn't a sandwich i guess by that <laughs> a, yeah a i grilled guess che- a grilled cheese is not a sandwich well, it says or the like so but by the definition i'd seen at the time um you know i was like okay it's a sandwich but i do respect the argument of it being um sandwiches are always listed as separate and as somebody that's worked in a restaurant too like i know sandwiches are always listed separate at separate from burgers um so gun to your head right now yes or no you know what i think i'm talking myself into no 
Okay. Is, 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 I bet that sounds logical to you, but as crazy as that probably sounds to the majority <laughs> of our listeners. Well, that means, uh, I guess, you, me, Kevin, Kenny are all correct. Um, Andrew and who else was on the other side? I don't even remember. Andrew and Keenan and Ben, I guess, are all on the other side and all, of course, wrong. And I was saying hot dogs could be, by the definition I looked at, a, a sandwich. Um, well, I mean, uh, just ask Keenan. If, if you ask Keenan, the hot dog's a taco, so. Um. Okay. I, I'd i need to hear that. I, I listened to y'all's podcast, but maybe I don't remember exactly what his, his rationale was. But I'm, yeah, I'm extremely definition-oriented. So if you show me a different definition on a different day or or – Whichever one's the most scientifically agreed upon, that's probably See, but with. that's not always the case. I said I don't want to argue this, even though you're agreeing with me. Definitions, I mean, I, I'm going with the, uh, back in the 1950s, there was a Supreme Court case. It's a really famous case where they're basically trying to distinguish where the line is between art and porn. And the Supreme Court justice said, I'll know it when I see it. I know it when I see it. That's the definition of art versus porn. That's the definition versus uh, that. That applies to things like this too. You don't have to have the clear cut definition. Go with the porn definition. <laughs> um, but anyway, no, not going off on that tangent any further. Um, nope. So you want to get into recap predictions, anything like that, or do you, is there anything other? To, oh wait, no, one other topic that you did say you want to talk about trade calculators. Oh, um, yeah, people love to to um, not as much in the other leagues. I'm in per se, but in this league, every, everyone's like, oh, the KTCs value KTC, which I, I like KTC. You know, I like having a a community measure of a player's value. Um, yeah, it's a good baseline. It's a good starting point, but it's not like definitely not an end-all be-all. Um, and I've screenshotted KTC before just to like say, okay, look, I'm offering you a trade that this outside perspective says you are winning, you know, because I often will think, okay, it's fair in my mind. It helps both people plug in the trade calculator. It says I'm losing. I'm like, well, that's an argument, you know, to help, you know, encourage the person to make the trade. So here's a screenshot saying, look, this website is showing that you're winning this trade. So that tends to be when I loop them into the conversation. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but no, I mean, I look at them. Everyone looks at them, but they're definitely not an end-all be-all. I'm on there right now. Keep Taylor, Trade, Waddle, Cut, Mahomes. Yeah, that's probably where I'm at on Superflex off. I wanted to look at one player that's probably like spiked and went down. It's Michael Carter. Yep, he had that, he had that tiny spike when he was – when James Robinson was suddenly inactive and then he got hurt. It, it's funny to see those. Um, yeah, they're interesting. The, the stud bonus it gives you too um, is really interesting. I did another trade with Teddy in a different league and no, I'm not really liking it right now. I gave him a first and second for Debo. Um, right. I, I, if he was in last year's form, I'd say it was good for me because I'm, I'm trying to contend there. It's kind of falling on my face, but uh, whatever. But it was like, you know, Debo's worth more than a 
he's worth more than a first, according to Keep Trade Cut, or at least he was at the time. He might he's been going down. Um, but it's like if if you add a second in there, it's so many points that I'm not sure correlates with like how I know seconds hit a lot in our league. Uh-huh. But there's you know, there there's leagues that are a bit more um they're a bit, you know, say if you don't have um, super flex, if it's one QB, I think the seconds probably hit a little less because you're not, there's no you're not valuing quarterbacks. The yeah. Yeah. They're, you, you're pushing up like, you know, your Khalil Shakir's or whatever into the late second. So, so you get a lower hit rate. Um, so I think with like picks past the first, it's it, the valuations get a little weird. That stud like bonus. So I, I always take these values and then I'm just like, okay, I'm higher or lower on this guy, you know, market value wise. Like I, I like Debo long-term cause I'm really bullish on Trey Lance. So uh-huh. I think I'd probably put him, I'd probably give him a few, few more points myself. What I've really found useful though, is just um, finding an actual trade database. Um, I just wanted to share cause it's, it, it's, really put things in perspective for me lately and i i go through i search the player and i go through actual trades that have taken place with them and it gives me a much better idea of like the range of stuff that you know i was looking at trades for for debo and i'd seen trades like he goes for two firsts i've seen him go for like a second and a lesser player a first and i was like okay i know i'm giving a little bit of the higher range for him but it's still you know it's still okay in terms of like what what i would get back for him you know what i would be giving for him like 70 percent of the time so i've i've really started to like looking at actual data to help me value players as opposed to um like the community voting now where is that but database is it just something I'm, found online I found this one on Reddit and I have it bookmarked and this guy just, um, he created a database that takes in, cause there used to be a free website where you could go to look at, um, MFL trades. And this is why I like MFL because, um, because a lot of that data is so available. Uh-huh. Um, I like MFL too. I'm in one MFL league and it's, uh, I, I like it. It's fantasycalc.com slash database. And yeah, you can like look at, you know, search for trades for this player, Debo Samuel, and then you get like in Dynasty, and then you can see like, oh yeah, here's here's one on 12-1. He went for a one and a two. So he's still going for that, which is nice. But every um, league is different. And like it's it's really hard to say because some people who you need that player and you're desperate. You yeah. got to pay a premium versus, you know. Yeah, I mean, it was like it, Teddy in that league. Teddy is like one of two teams that's completely out, like tanked. Like he is going to get uh, Bajan in that league. So he, yeah, it's definitely. Teddy, was, Teddy was, having a horrible team, shocker. Um. Well, yeah, I was like, I'm look, I'll take your best player because I'm, I'm already, my team kind of stumbled into the playoff race. So I'm just like, whatever, I'll. I, I probably shouldn't be giving away assets like that for, I mean, Debo's young. So but I was like, 
And if you have a shot to win, might as well because it, it, how many more years, you know, are we playing Dynasty? What if they? What if in ten years they say football's not safe anymore? Uh huh. You know, whatever. Unless, I, I do of course, enjoy the game. unless of course you're talking Tyree Kill for two seconds, then then you say no, right? Uh, well, you know, I am going to reevaluate <laughs> my stance on receivers going to worse quarterbacks and how that affects their production because my my you know I wasn't a two-able. Yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, you know, receivers tend to get worse when they go to their second team, you know, uh, whatever. And I was like, oh, I'm tanking. He's going to give me, I'm just going to have this really good player that doesn't quite fit with the rest of my roster. I, I just figure like, I, like somebody would give me a first for him if I had him. And then that would, you know, that would help me. I, I should have. I, I should know the flippability of players is a bit easier in a really active league like this, which I, you know, which is good. Cause you know, you probably could have come to me for, to, for Tyreek later on. And maybe I could have talked you into giving your first, if I gave more back. Cause I, I would have 100% come to you for him because the amount of yeah. injury, I'm not going to lie. I've gone to Sam for Tyreek and for Mike Evans or for Amon Ross St. Brown. I've gone to Sam for a receiver like constantly this year and uh, we've come close. But I, you know, nothing's I, nothing's worked out. Uh, I, um, I I was actually really coming close with him and Andrew for Hopkins, and then I went to you instead of having because they really wanted me to pay a premium. Then I went to you for Amari Cooper, and so I kind of was in that spot of desperation. So you could have milked it a little bit, and uh, uh, you also, um, I know you you also inquired about Davis. I was like. I, I was asking for crazy things for him at first. I I I I was kind of out of line with some of the. I asked for <laughs> Traylon Burks for him straight up at one point. I hey, I'm I'm ambitious though. What? Hey, why not? You it, the trades are always a negotiation. You want to start on, you know, we give yourself a little wiggle room. I, I was like, look, if I do that to someone, if you if you're like, if I give you back a crazy price, like, look, my team's bad. Like, I need swing. I need to swing like, for 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 the moon till I can put some put, put some food in the cupboard here but, uh. <laughs> all right now let's go on um uh, i did a quick recap in um the other podcast where with kevin earlier today so i i don't really think i need to get into it uh, but just i will lay out what the playoff implications are after this past week um this past week sam was eliminated um and I beat Billy and Tyler obviously beat Sam to eliminate him. So Tyler is now in sole place of first. He's the only 10 win team. Billy's the only nine win team in second and they're both division winners. So they've clinched. Um, I have said I've clinched, but ESPN gives me a 97% chance, which is very bizarre that they think there's a 3% chance that Jonathan beats Keenan. Keenan loses and outscores me by 99 points at the same time. I think that's bizarre mm -hmm. that they think there's a 3% chance that happens. Um, because points four is the tiebreaker. So I've said myself has clinched. Um, and then of course, Jonathan won and Keenan won. So now they're playing in, well, play into the playoff. So that leaves us this week. That's really the only game that well kind of matters, um, in terms of playoffs is Keenan versus Jonathan, the winners in, um, uh, look at these rosters and, um, if, uh, of course, Tyler is locked up a um, the one seed, unless he loses, if he, Tyler loses to Andrew and Billy wins, 
Billy will pass Tyler and be the one. Um, if Tyler wins, he's the one. If Billy wins, and uh, uh, he can either jump to one, like I said, or Billy would be the two. Um, either way, if he wins or loses, if Tyler wins, um, I would I'll be the three. If I win, if I lose, then the winner of Keen and Jonathan will be the three, and I would be the four. Um, so for the most part, the top three should probably be locked, but we can go in those games. So we'll start with that one is Tyler against Andrew. Tyler's projected to be in by 80 points. I think Tyler's, I mean, it, maybe you have some thoughts on it, but I think that one is going to cement Tyler as the number one seed. Wait, I still struggle with team names to Paris uh... Campbell. Okay. Against Jay Berwanger, but he—I don't know if you heard Andrew said uh, they had, he had to put the uh, the uh, what should we call it over the A. Let me look at because uh... <laughs> Berwanger had Wang in it. Look at the match. Okay, Keenan's team was great. I know. I just got. Um, I was we'll looking at his team last, when I played him. Yeah, that's the big one. So we'll talk that one last. We'll talk that one the longest. So this one just. Real quick, do you think Andrew has any shot to upset Tyler? ESPN was absolutely out of line giving me an ad going into uh, looking at the lineups. I really – that is not a feature I am a fan of. Okay, <laughs> Tyler is playing Herbert Cousins. I did I, – I, told, I uh, told Teddy, I was like, I'm not sure about this Cousins trade. Uh, yeah, and I know I've, Teddy I've... is such a Cousins bull, so that – I think yeah. every trade Tyler's made this year, he has not really been that fair to be honest. So, oh, he's got Jacobs, the league winner, and Christian Kirk, who is oh man, that's a that's quite the team. Um, and then Davis Mills, you have a Lamar Jackson who's banged up. Barkley, Kyron. Yeah, Davis Mills was benched. There's no way. I had I think Kyron. I think you're overanalyzing this here. There's no way that Andrew wins. Yeah, no, Steven Sims. Oh, my boy, Elijah Moore. I okay, Sam Moore, but, uh... Sam versus Kenny. That one um, really doesn't matter. It's just kind of the ILP parts. Um, I know that's blunder for Bajan. Uh, and uh, I think Sam's going to win. Kenny, yeah. Ken, I think Kenny's going to lose is what I'm saying. Not Kenny, Sam. I like what Kenny's doing. Um like his his he he's he's tanking well because he's what he's gonna pick one or two so he's he's locked up the number one pick I mean yeah so yeah he, he that, and, and that you is have and you have a second so you have locked up the thirteenth pick as one of yeah. yours so that and in this draft that's that's absolutely nothing to scoff at so yeah absolutely thirteenth pick um, let's see on my. Also, like people way too early wanna... board that I haven't updated in a in a month or two. I had Sean Tucker at thirteen. That's a good player. Ooh, I love. I I do like Tucker. Yeah, people do not want to give up their first in this league, and I get it. But damn. But I probably I had Devin A chain ahead of him, and I probably like Sean Tucker more than that. So, but um, anyway, that's going off on. Uh, okay, you against Ben. This one's uh, actually projected to only twelve points. You have three guys playing now. Gabe Davis is eight and a half. Isaiah McKenzie is 6.9. The Patriots D only have three points. Certainly the uh, Patriots D against Buffalo is uh, ballsy, but I they, – I, they were the number one defense. They, they have a shitty schedule now. It's just like, well, you know, again, I 
no need for me to pick up a, a defense that's going to score better because and, and well to be honest though you can pick up who you want to pick up at this point because like i said you're locked in at the fourth pick there it it would be a miracle for someone for you to to uh to jump in either direction three or five uh so he's with, with one week left I took myself out of the line. He's got Gino, Kyle Allen, Kenyon Drake. I had Kenyon Drake before. Zonovan, Bam Knight, Duvernay Dotson, Justin Watson, uh, Will Disley, and Foster Moreau as flexes with Cole Komet as the star. Okay. Yeah, I might win. He could beat um, you. I could. Well, I mean, sure. I don't know. Like I, I'm not, I'm not tooting my own horn at all with my team, but like, ooh. uh, some of those are, are rough. I, yeah, top, top to bottom, Ben has the worst roster in the league. I mean, I got a, uh, I'm, I'm playing Mike White. Like I'm starting him because, uh, surely his production is sustainable. And, of course, uh, I mean, look at last time he came on. He did like four games or something. Jalen Warren, which Teddy, you better give me that second for him now. I, I held out. He's the starter now, so you better. <laughs> he, he was trying to. That was actually our only solid negotiation. Was uh, he wanted to give me two thirds, and I wanted a second, and uh, we could not come to an agreement. A second for third swap. I'd probably. I'd probably do that now. He probably wouldn't. Um. Obviously, so Sanders, Pierce, probably going to put up zero again. Uh, yeah, I mean, my team has such a low floor that uh, got Chigo Conquo as my tight end. Maybe he rip, rips off a big play, but eh. yeah, I, I mean, I could lose it. It's not. I, I'm just here to pick up whatever draft capital I can scrape. It, and, it uh, doesn't matter that one. I mean, not to like shit on your game, but it uh, really no. at this point in the season, it doesn't matter. Right? That, it, yeah, I'm chilling. The, the draft order for the most part's pretty set. There's a couple spots where it's close. Um, but um the playoffs, it's all coming down to these other ones. We said we said uh um Tyler's gonna win, so we think he'll lock up the first one. What about Billy? Do you think Teddy could beat him? Because that's what Teddy does, is beat he's the giant slayer. Oh yeah, no, I I know this all too well. Um now, Billy yeah, already but... has 17.22 from Josh Allen and 10.8 from Ramondre Stevenson um, with three 3.14 left in the fourth, which Heineke. is both less than they were projected to get. I played against Taylor Heineke. That guy's a baller. Um, Dalvin Cook, Austin Eckler, Waddle, Adams, Jefferson. Okay, I'm just going down this. This is uh, – I mean, gets a little – it's like that meme of the, the horse, like with the – fancily drawn and then the head like the poorly drawn head with uh randall cobb there <laughs> in the in the flex but um oh now i see why ilp is pissing teddy off like looking because he's got he's got to keep consolidating i think but he's I, he's he's done a really good job picking his spots and uh, uh yeah i think teddy is is that neck teddy and kevin are those teams that are on that next wave to be good in a year or two that are I'll, on the up and up I'll let Kenneth Walker fall to him, uh, which which is like, yeah, okay. He's probably the he's probably the dynasty RB one for the moment until Bajan gets here because uh, Brees after Brees blew his knee out. Um, yeah, I like Teddy in this one. What? All no, right. no. What am I saying? Uh, <laughs> no, like looking at his team, 
it's it close. Could like I, yeah, no, I like he could win, and it and I wouldn't say like it like he wasn't supposed to win because, yeah, like Billy's team is impressive from an asset standpoint, but Teddy's got guys that. Um, Teddy, Teddy's gonna, yeah, Teddy's on the up and up next year. I mean, Calvin Ridley will be back too. Yep. Teddy could be, and Pickens will take a step forward. It already has started to. Teddy could be in the playoffs next year. Nico Collins, I'm, I'm still on his bandwagon. He's barely hanging on. Looks like he, Brian Robinson, finally beat out Gibson. So yeah, he's, um, and he's got a lot of picks. So, and then he'll, you know, we'll, he'll be consulting with me. So I don't, I can't, uh, I'll probably bold him into taking even better players when draft day comes. So, yeah, watch out for him. Well, um, either way, if Billy wins, he's he's locked up the two. If he loses, then it's going to come to my to my game against Kevin. Any chance Kevin beats me, I'm projected to beat him pretty big. To a Dak. Um, yeah, we don't know. Like, Deshaun, he, he didn't look good in the preseason. Like, he could – I'm thinking especially in Houston – like there's his accusers are attending the game. Like, I don't know what's going to happen that I'm going to be very interested to see like how he, he seems like the type of guy that can, that he, he's not going to care, but I, I don't know. He might struggle a few games in just because dude hasn't played in. Yeah. Ages. I'm still starting him over Tom Brady. I'm yeah, Brady on my bench, but yeah. So Tua, Dak, he's got Pierce, who I think will um, – I think he's been underperforming a bit. He'll come back into form. This is, yeah, um, this is the other team I think is um, drafted well and I think is on the up and up like Teddy. That's not It's not the year, but he's got a ton of draft capital. He's got two firsts this year, two firsts next year. I, I mean, your starting lineup's way better. Uh, he's got a – he's got to move – Carter out for for someone um I think yeah I think you'll he's got guys that can go off he can win I'd, I'd give it to you but he you know um there's guys there that are capable of Dulcich is my guy because he's uh from UCLA and I, I grabbed him where I could well now the game though that I really want you to that you can give some analysis for it because this one is a play into the playoff Jonathan against Keenan. Keenan all across the years outscored him more weeks than Jonathan. Keenan has a higher points for, but none of that matters now. All that matters is this one game. Yep. Um, and let me look back at their history against each other because I'm just curious. Ooh, this is an interesting matchup for sure. Those franchises when they've played, <laughs> Jonathan, they've played uh, 10 times. Now, Keenan has played nine of them. It was a guy named Clint Bowdy who played one. Um, and Jonathan's franchise, Jonathan uh, has played six out of the ten and four were other teams. But either way, out of the franchises, ten matchups, Jonathan's franchise is nine and one against Keenan. The only time they lost was in 2015. So Jonathan's team has beat Keenan's eight years in a row. And since and Jonathan himself has never lost to Keenan, he's six and zero against him. Okay, Diggs is up to nineteen, so he's getting a hit game from him. Um, it's really close. Like they've they've got an elite quarterback, you know, 
two guys kind of firmly in the QB two range as, as uh, with Jones and Dalton. Um, I'll give the edge at running back to Keenan because obviously he's got Alvin who I played on the same team with and I'm always going to be biased for. Uh, but look at those receivers for Jonathan. Diggs, Chase, DK. Well, um, funny how how much more efficient Lockett's been than DK this year. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, you never know though. Like Chase could be, he, he he's got the advantage on paper, but I don't think it's um, um I don't think it's egregious over Terry and uh, Pittman and Burks. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, better on paper, guys. but it's. Kittle, Hawkinson. Um, I don't really lean Hawkinson they're both, because they're both good tight ends. And then the the flex, Jamal Williams and Patterson have been, you know, yeah, your touchdown le- NFL touchdown leader, Jamal Williams. Um, he's got to take White out, I think, because he's not. Well, uh, I mean, for who? DeAndre Hopkins is on bye, and Juju oh. is. Yeah, I'd put I'd. I'd probably go Juju personally, but I'm, you know, that's, um, I may be biased. I have Juju in other leagues. Uh, he's, he's been pretty good. Uh-huh. I, yeah, it looks like he's the uh, number 33 receiver. That's not bad. Um, yeah, Pat, and, but it's kind of even because like you have Latavius, who's also, I would, I would put, he, he's a starter right now. He's getting volume. Uh, Patterson has been, um, I got I got a first for Patterson in another league. I'm I'm so happy about that. I, as a, as a 32 year old running back, however old he is, that's uh, I did that last year. Yeah, I was uh, I turned that first into Debo. So I was like, even if he even if Debo underperforms that first right now, I'm like, I, yeah, I got but, him for a waiver pickup. Like I'm 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 okay with that. Yeah, he turns 32 right after the season. So, and I got Pat Fryer move in that trade. That was. But you anyway, guys don't let me do that. You, we're, you we're guys pa- don't let me trade. We're, we're past time here, so let's yeah. make make the pick. You, you're, um, you're gun to your head. Who are you going, Griffey? I I mean I just have to with the receivers. Um, but it's well, it, Griffey. This will be a good one. Griffey and Keenan. I'm talking to both you guys right now. This one, I'm seriously going back and forth. Kevin and I both went back and forth. David's going back and forth. Everyone is – it's a coin flip is how everyone sees this game. There's still time to make a last-minute trade. I'm just saying. I got some guys. David, David's there to listen. I mean, who who were you just shopping? Miles Sanders? That's true. Y'all both need a flex. Tell me, where would Miles Sanders fit in on either of these lineups? Rashad White? Or Gabe – or Gabe – or wait, well, Gabe's playing right now. Shit. (laughs) So that that won't work, but uh, yeah, but but Miles Sanders, I mean, just saying, these guys got draft capital. They got young players. I, if I'm you, David, I'm calling them. They, they yeah, both, I'll, che- I'll check in for sure. It, it's win yeah. or go home, and I'm and not just you, David, but I'm talking to everyone now in the league. Anyone out there? If you got someone to trade, the, these two people, they might not be open to trade, but they also, if they don't, their opponent might, and that's who gets them into the playoffs. Once you're in the playoffs, anything can happen. I mean, we're, I've, I've mentioned it multiple times before. There was a year, maybe my best season ever. I think I was 11-1 and one in a 12-game season, high-scoring team. Teddy sneaks in the playoffs 7-5 and five and beats me in the first round. Anything uh, anything can happen once you're in the playoffs. So. Oh, yeah, that's that, that's why, like, I 
um, you know, I, I had that team that was on the cusp, but I was like, let me get them into the playoffs because it, I, I'm already not getting my Jan. So, you know, and, and you play this game for fun. Like that's, that's why I don't like tanking because it takes, um, you know, when, when, and, and I'm not trying to like point at Tyler or anything, but like, you know, you're, you're on, you have a team that's benching CMC taking the, the best players out of the game. Yeah. Like we definitely, you know, I hope we find a way to, you know, make sure that the worst teams are picking first. We're not taking the great players out of the game. I think we yeah. have with ILP. I think it's a pretty good solution. I'm, but I'm obviously yeah. open, open for other ones. We're we're incentivizing, you know, um, rebuilding managers like myself to uh, to keep being active, trading, and and you know, just transaction wise. Um, yeah, I hope. Uh, you know, I'm I'm hoping uh, I can start hitting some picks and. Uh, be you know being a part of these pickums um it'll take it'll take it i mean you hit Brees hall but that was an obvious number one sky Moore and desmond ritter the jury's still out for your other draft picks from last year but uh it just it takes time i mean next year is probably not going to be your year either but we did waive your dues this year for that reason yeah i i think uh i remember in the first podcast you're like you you waived you waived my dues when I was like four and two at the time. So um, <laughs> I picked like Gabe Davis though. I picked him up as a free agent. So you, you always have these opportunities if you, um, it, you know, and like I said, I picked up Patterson last year in that other league and got a freaking first for him. So I think the best I remember, I got George Kittle as a free agent a couple years ago. I think Andrew picked up Stefan Diggs as a free agent one year. Oh yeah. Cause he was a fifth round pick. Out of Maryland, yeah, but um, but anyway, um, we're way past time. This yeah. isn't the longest episode yet. The longest was me and Ben. I think was an hour and a half, but we're probably an hour and twenty minutes. Oh shit! Yeah, it is eleven. <laughs> um, yeah, it's quarter after eleven now. So I'm gonna let this let us go, and I'd love it. You can join back another time. We can pick this back up. Um, yeah, this hell was yeah. Fun. Um, now you have a reason to say this more than anyone else. Say the the suck it Bowie as part of the sign off because Bowie, uh, that's the team you inherited. Oh man, yeah. Uh, <laughs> how 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 vulgar can I get to fucking suck my dick, Bowie? It is going to take me so fucking long to clean up this mess you've made. <laughs> but but the day I do it and I and I take you down and. Um, Cause, cause that's, cause that's been my goal. Like, uh, I think, I think you've got, you know, probably the best. I think if we took, um, I'd be very curious. I don't know if you're able to do this. You're, you're the data whiz to have, um, everyone's like combined KTC value. You've probably got the most on your roster right now. Um, so probably cause I have some depth and the other top two teams don't have the depth I have. Yeah. Um, my long-term goal to, uh, Hey, I love being the evil empire. I mean, year in, year out, I'm the only team that hasn't missed the playoffs. But I know also because of that, if I just miss the playoffs, that's it. That's all it's going to take. Then I'm going to – I'm not going to be able to join the uh, the group me because everyone's going to just, like, mm-hmm. let me have it. So, um, so the basement may be friendly to some teams. I don't expect it to be friendly if I – when I inevitably end up there at one point. But – 
anyway, um, now we really are signing off. So All right. suck it, Bowie. This was fun. Okay. And I will uh, talk to you later. All right. See ya. Good deal. See ya.